Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I work at a family entertainment center, and I'm pretty sure the ball pit is bottomless. I mean, I've worked at this place for as long as I can remember, and it's pretty weird and even harder to describe. It's your usual family fun indoor park, I guess. There's a million of them all over the place, and they have different names. We have a shitty little cafe that overcharges for stale hot dogs, and then a buttload of warehouse space filled with random crap to keep kids entertained. There's a jungle gym, an arcade with ancient games, a greasy bowling alley, and obviously, there's a ball pit. Honestly, it's a pretty cool job, although it has taught me that kids, in general, are super weird. I remember this one time a random kid came up to me and handed me some marbles and then just started laughing. It took me a few minutes to get it out of him, but he told me that he'd shove the marbles up his butt. And now, I was touching his butt marbles. And he just thought it was the funniest goddamn thing anyone has ever done. Ever. We have a high turnover rate, that's for sure. We chew through new employees like popcorn, and I think it's because kids have this weird ability to home in on anyone they make uncomfortable and just thrive off of their awkwardness. At least teachers and parents get to deal with one set of kids, right? They get to know them over time, and sure those kids will occasionally explode or have prolonged periods of benign, crazy high energy, but for the most part, the parents and teachers are there to manage the kids. But that's the exact opposite of what we do. We're here to manage the center, not the kids. Every kid here is meant to blow off steam. That's why parents bring them here. It's why they pay the entry fee. We can't make these kids sit down or write lines. We can't threaten or goad or shout. What we have is a revolving door of kids who are permanently psyched out. And we're just meant to keep them occupied long enough for their parents to smoke a joint around the back. Or cry in the toilets where no one can hear them break down. I gotta say though, it's tough. I only stuck it out because I'm in management. And that means my job is to get a bunch of teenagers to do all the dirty work. It's like a pyramid scheme, but grosser. Nobody at Enron had to brush vomit out of a crying nine-year-old's hair. But still, I limit my exposure to the kids for a damn good reason. You see, they scare the shit out of me. For one thing, there's always the wrong number. This place is always full no matter how many tickets we sell. But most people don't even stay here long enough to notice. But I have. I've spent a few years now counting tickets 
and then heads. And I know for a fact that there are rainy days in the middle of the coldest winters when we sell 10, maybe 20 tickets at most. But no matter what, the floor is crawling with kids. Another thing, kids go into the ball pit and they don't come out. Nobody complains. Nobody's reported missing. But I know for a fact that not only do some kids never come back out, but some kids that do come out never went in in the first place. Now, I already know what you're thinking. I'm nuts. But I once trailed a photo day just to confirm my suspicions. I took pics of the kids and their parents coming and going. I said it was for a competition. And I swear to God, I have dozens of photos of parents coming in with one kid and leaving with a totally different one. Now I've thought about trying to empty the ball pit out to see if there's anywhere they could go. Like a tunnel I never knew existed. I did try to empty it once. It was years ago and I wanted to clean it properly. So I waited until after hours and started scooping balls out and dumping them into empty bins. But after a while, I got scared and I stopped. Something about the experience just freaked me out. It was like the more balls I pulled out, the quieter everything got. Like the whole place started to anticipate something. All those weird cartoon characters painted onto the wall with freaky eyes that follow you around the room. The zombie shooter arcade machines that make those stupid fake ghoul noises. The twisty airplane rocket that rocks kids back and forth while blasting obnoxious music. It all kind of faded out. It was like the whole place held in its breath. And my head started to throb like the world's worst hangover. And my mouth started tasting all coppery. And it made me want to retch. It freaked me out. And I stopped and just tipped the balls back in. As soon as I did, the pressure in my head released. And the place was full of noise again. Like nothing had even changed. And now I just clean the ball pit out with one of those nets they use for swimming pools. And there's always the weirdest stuff in there. Dead mice, crushed insects, dog shit, random goo. And what I can only describe as a series of gifts or messed up experiments. I don't know where they come from. But a week hasn't gone past where I haven't had to fish some half-dead tortured animal out of the depths of that pit. If I'm lucky, the animal dies as soon as I pull it out. But I keep a spare pillowcase around here just in case. I don't know how humane it is to be stuffed into a sack and smashed against an alley wall. But I know it has to be more humane than keeping them alive. I used to think the kids dragged roadkill in there, but after I started paying a little more attention, I noticed things like badly sutured wounds stitched together with random thread, or even half-healed amputations. I don't think it's even possible for a kid to pull off a successful trepanning on a squirrel, keep the thing alive, half-paralyzed, at the bottom of a ball pit. It just doesn't make sense. But, I keep finding them, half stuffed with bugs, 
eyelids cut off. Jesus Christ, you know, the worst one didn't even have any cuts. Now I still don't know who did it or how. I don't know how the ball got inside the rat. It was alive, with no scars or open wounds, but it was like I had swallowed the whole damn ball. It wasn't crying or making noise. It was just shivering, alive and in shock at what had happened to it. The pain must have been overwhelming, all of its organs crushed, its bones pushed out of the sockets, and you know, just looking at the thing made me want to hurl. It was the most unnatural thing I'd ever seen. Now, it's just another reason why I couldn't ask anyone else to do this job. I think most people come and go so quickly, they never realize just how weird it really is. I'd rather no one start asking questions. I think if I was braver, I'd try to dig a little deeper, and I'd encourage others to help me. But no one else has seen the weirdness up close like I have, and I guess my conclusion is this. If we don't know what's down there, why bother it? I mean, it's clearly best just to leave it alone. And that's why I'm glad we have a high turnover rate. People get super weird if they stick around too long. I've moved a few people on because they started to get a bit loopy. At first, we see the paranoia setting in. They start looking at you funny. Or the kids. I mean, the kids I get, but me? I mean, what's wrong with me? Second, we see them starting to fixate on the ball pit. People who stay too long obsess over it. When you're not looking, they'll sneak over and try to jam a broomstick into the bottom. When they can't find it, they start freaking out, talking about foundations and floor plans. But finally, the worst ones will start trying to go over my head to speak to corporate. They go nuts, asking questions and ringing numbers and just bugging me over and over. If you're not careful, they can actually become quite threatening. I know you wouldn't think it, but people get really wound up over this kind of stuff. One girl I had to call the cops on. She developed a real unhealthy interest in me. She even asked me where I lived. She wanted to know where I slept and ate and who my parents were. Even after I fired her, she kept coming back. Even tried to burn the place down. I think this place messes with people's minds. Because she started talking about how the number to HQ just went to my office. My driver's license was fake. My clothes had someone else's name sewed into them. Where did I even go at night? Where did I sleep? And where was my car? She even revealed that one night, she'd camped outside the building and waited for me like some goddamn stalker. And when I confronted her about it, she had no defense. She was completely gone over the edge, talking about how the old manager went missing years ago and I was wearing his uniform, and no one had ever seen me outside the center. Well, I'm glad she's gone now because she made me really uncomfortable with that paranoid rambling. I still don't know what she was implying. Honestly, just listening to her gave me a really bad headache with a coppery taste. 
and I still wonder what had happened to her. But, you know, she's a good example of why we should just leave this thing alone, because, sure enough, the next week, I found myself fishing one of her shoes out of the ball pit. I think what was the weirdest about that was that it wasn't covered in blood or anything like that. It just had a small note asking me personally for help. She was so troubled. I tried to tell her to stop, try to give her some clue. When I'd fired her, just before the stalking started, she had started asking me all these questions about how long I'd been working here and whether I'd seen the bottom of the ball pit. And I kept trying to tell her, oh, I've been here for as long as I can remember, and I'm pretty sure the ball pit is bottomless. Well, now she can be sure about it too. <laughs>